Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Mike. And I'm Marty. And this is Two Guys, A League, and Some Guests. Let's get it started. So yeah, so I, I kind of, Mike and I decided that I was going to go into uh, half of the owners, including myself, and then Mike was going to do the other half. So, um, so Mike, do you want to start or, or does it matter? Absolutely. Let's go, man. All right. Well, okay. Go ahead. You fire off. Who you got? So, so I'll go ahead and start off with my own team. Why not, eh? I mean, this yeah. podcast is all about It's all about us. you, I, mean, I guess, yeah. At the, well, hey, listen, at the end of the day, it's some guest, right? We didn't want That's to uh, take away the attention from the two of us. So That's why it's too glad here, the we, S isn't in there. It's because it's only some guest. You sometimes. got that right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go, folks. So uh, myself, Mike, uh, team name the Dragons, four-time league champ. Uh, you can... Uh, Way to See, lead with that. Record. Way to lead with that. It's good. Well, <laughs> you, you know, I mean, uh, well, you know, I, I, you got to rebuild every once in a while to give the other boys a little bit of chance oh, here and there, right? So, got it. Um, all-time record, folks, of one eighty-five, one sixty-three, and twenty-one. That's a uh, that's, that's good for fourth place overall. Again, impressive. you know, I, I just want to say, folks, I mean, fourth place. Uh, you know, I could be right up there near the top, but you got to give these guys a little bit of a chance every once in a while, right? So. <laughs> Um, so you're doing us a favor by I am sticking type in the of, middle. Thanks. <laughs> average finish, of course, is right in there in the middle too at 3.8. Yeah. Now, average average finish, folks, is basically just uh, we have a, a stat on our uh, website where uh, it just let it tells you exactly what the average finish you've had over the, the uh, number of years that we've had our uh, website up, which is uh, quite a while now. Uh, that we've been with uh, CBS Sports. Yeah. Uh, nice plug. Nice plug there. Thanks, yeah. CBS. I'll be looking. They do for a good some, job. Uh, they struggle a little bit out of the yeah, game. They do they're, good, they're, they're doing pretty good now. They, they do a good job. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm the type of guy. Obviously, I think you can agree, Marty. If uh, I kind of set out with a plan, I usually kind of stick to that wholeheartedly. I don't yes. really deviate from that. If no. I'm going to go rebuild, I'm going full on rebuild. If, you're, uh, yeah, you're a committed GM. If I'm sure. pushing in, I'm pushing all in. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're, you're I mean, pretty fair. I'm, uh, pr- pretty fair would be a good way of putting it, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, and it's not to suggest one way yeah. or another. It's just you don't, you won't make a, a trade that undervalues your team too, too much. But at least you don't come at us with, uh, you know, okay, this is a ridiculous concept. Like, that, Mike, you're insulting me at this point. No, you're, you're, you're uh, a good, you're a good GM. Uh, certainly appreciate it. Marty checks in the mail. Um, <laughs> moving on here, we've got uh, the Cougars. Uh, that is a team that is owned by uh, one of our great buddies, Ryan, uh, 2012 league champ. He has got an all-time record of 196, 158, and 15. Whoa, that that's high. good for third wow. overall. Third nice. overall, yeah. I wouldn't have guessed uh, that high for team. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing that I did find interesting is this next stat, an average finish of 3.4. That places him wow. first overall. It does. Yeah, I was so, going to say that's above. So, yeah. So basically, Ryan has been uh, one of those teams, and uh, that's my next point about uh, uh, the Cougars and uh, Ryan's roster. Uh, he always seems to be in contention. I mean, the guy never seems to really be in a rebuild, uh, always picking up some some good players along the way, able to kind of hold steady point. and maintain and always yeah. make a little bit of a run. So yeah. um, now, of course, folks, uh, I, I'm not going to rib myself, but... It's a podcast. We're going to have to rip some of these guys a little, a little bit, bit, right? So um, having said that, Ryan is the type of guy that'll call you two days before a draft and ask you, 
when's the draft? <laughs> yeah. Did I miss it? <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Yeah, he's he's, he's organized, just not totally organized. <laughs> There's certain <laughs> things that slip. I mean, everybody's nobody's perfect, but right? Hey, but you're right. Ryan's got that a little bit. But hey, like, but I, it, whatever he's doing, it's working well, better than me. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, the guy's been way more consistent than I've ever been. So, exactly. I mean, I tend to go up and down with the rebuild or not, but he's able to kind of just keep that that uh, ship afloat. And he's yeah. all, he always seems to be in contention, as does our next GM, uh, a gentleman by the name of Tom. He's the, the uh, owner of the Demons. Uh, two-time league champ, 2011 and 2019. He's got an all-time record of 198, 152, and 19, which places him second overall, bud. So nice little stat there for Tom. Uh, an average finish of uh, 3.5, which places him second overall. Yeah. He's... So you got basically, in my opinion, the two most consistent teams that have been in our league True. Uh, for a number of years now. Um, another one that doesn't I mean, necessarily again, lean on the rebuild. No, no, not at all. I mean, mm -hmm. he, have you ever really seen Tom in a rebuild? No, no, he's never, so, I mean, he's never sold the know? farm and, and started from scratch, allowed himself to have a, a bad season or two. He's never gone that route. I'm, I mean, year in and year out, let's face it, both, uh, Tom and Ryan have got some pretty, uh, uh, solid rosters yeah. to put it, to put it lightly. I will say though, as much as he's never done a rebuild, he's also never offered a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we all have our uh, viewpoints about Tom's offers. Yeah, um, I'll keep my I'll, I'll keep mine to myself. They, oh, yeah. um, Thanks, I'm the only talk, one pointing talk, it out. I guess <laughs> uh, we we can talk that. We let's put it this way, Marty. Tom and I will talk about that at a later date and time. Oh, excellent. Okay, side deals. <laughs> nice. I like it. But 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 don't. But don't think that he's going to be getting away without a little bit of a ribbing here. As as you and I both know, there's a Tom in every fantasy league. That's true. right. Oh, there you know be. where I'm, you know where I'm going. You know where I'm going with this. Yep, when we instituted when we instituted the Tom rule. That's right. <laughs> we all remember when Fedorov was playing on defense. Well, Tom, the genius that he is, made sure that he put Fedorov in. And he made sure he put him in on defense. This so basically sitting there with nine forwards and in all reality, a 10th on D. Right. So unfortunately for Tom, fortunately for the rest of the league at that moment, he was not at, at the end of that year. We instituted a rule that we could not dress someone who was somewhat, if you will, a rover on defense. Right. We could not put that that forward into our defensive core. Sorry, so, you're saying Tom, it was you're saying it was Fedorov that he did that with. I thought it, I I was pretty damn sure it was Fedorov. Yeah, I'm. I thought it was. Okay, it's very possible. I don't remember that in Fedorov's career. This is an interesting stat that I completely forgot if it's true. But I would I would lean more. It was it not Bifugling or by by what? Oh, man, I'm screwing up his name. Yeah, it's a hockey podcast, by the way, folks. <laughs> Uh, um, he's in Winnipeg. I, he hasn't played in a couple I'm years. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was Fedorov because Bufflin. We had taken Bufflin, care of that you. rule. Jeez I think. Louise. I think. I think before Bufflin came in, uh, I think the rule was in place. I can't be a hundred percent sure, but keep going. Uh, I'm going to do a little it, bit of look. Okay. I don't know where he's there. Yeah, I don't. I mean, position switch sign. No. Okay. 
Listen, I'll keep looking into that. Oh, did why did Sergey Fedorov play defense? My God, you're right. Look at that. I had I had zero recollection of this whatsoever, and that's incredible. And yeah, so twenty. This was 2015. Oh, this this story was in 2015. Anyways, doesn't sound no. This would have been a lot longer ago. So yeah, good call. Totally didn't remember that. So that oh, was hey, a, that's why we had to introduce that that the I guess the Tom uh, rule. <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe we called it something else officially, but you yeah, know, yeah. affectionately known as the Tom Rule. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Next up, folks, we've got uh, the Pawn Hogs, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jason, one of our good buddies. Uh, 2015 league champ, all-time record of 177, 173, and 19. He's good for fifth overall. Nice. An average finish of 4.7, also fifth overall. Um. I would, one of the things about Jay that I can definitely say that popped into my head right away when I was writing down his team, I think, in my personal opinion, that Jason is one of the most patient oh, managers yeah. of our league and always has been. Yeah. I mean, he will, he will, where sometimes maybe that GM, you know, will wait three, four, five months, six mm -hmm. months before making that move on that player yeah. who's underperforming. Uh, you know, Jay holds on to him and just holds steadfast. And he... usually that pays off for him in a big way. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and he's and that's the other thing too. That's the thing I was going to mention is that he's smart. Like, I and this this is going to sound half like a rib and, and half like a, a, um, a compliment. When Usually when Jay makes a pick, I usually go, who the fuck is that what the hell and then i gotta start look i, I it's nothing's on my sheet who is this player i'll have to google him 17 times before i find out who he's like how did how did jay know about this guy and then sure enough like you said uh, whoever it is he picked whoever it is he said ends up being like a really valuable player so he's got i don't know he's got a, another way of finding these players and I, I don't know how he does it makes me work i mean and 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 at the present moment, he is going through a rebuild, and mm -hmm. it's interesting to watch some of the players that he's picking because obviously leaning towards youth and yeah. and a, a younger team. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a case where you get to see some of the uh, the guys that he uh, targets, and that's always yeah. interesting, of course, at any of it our is. drafts, really across the board. You know, you get yeah. to kind of see who guys tend to lean towards and and whatnot. So. Um, I mean, it's always interesting to see who who he comes up with. He always does tend to like to grab uh, one, maybe two uh, younger guys or kind of a, a sleeper, if yeah. you will, uh, every year. So he's always uh, bringing in some sort of um, uh, youth and enthusiasm, if you will, with uh, with some of the players that he's picking. Anyways, but, uh, yeah, definitely one. It's pretty cool Definitely that one a year. Patient manager, that's for sure. When we did our for our draft uh, last year, twenty twenty, he he got who, um, James Duffy. He did that thing, you know, where you pay uh, for yeah. them to do a little message. And so when we did our first in twenty twenty, we did it virtually. And then he was like, oh, "Hold on a second, guys, I got someone who needs to say something." James Duffy comes up, starts talking about the league and everything. Anyway, that was pretty cool. I thought that was pretty neat. So Jay's got a real, neat. yeah, Jay's got a real love for the league too. And he's just, he's, he's the quiet guy though, too. He's very, he's very quiet. He's in the back, but you got to watch out for him, man. He's smart. He's good. Well, listen, uh, the last thing I've got to say about Jay and of course, uh, Jay, if you're listening, uh, I hope you didn't, uh, think you were going to get away without a small ribbing here, my friend. Um, Jay is the type of guy, uh, if you enjoy making trades, uh, and you enjoy getting an offer from the opposing GM first. Uh, you will be very, very disappointed when you're trading with Jay because 
He's the type of guy, he wants you to come at him with an offer. You can never kind of get any kind of a sense on value per se with Jay. Yeah, I yeah. love the strategy, obviously. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he, he basically Keeps it in your forces court. you to kind of... Well, uh, <laughs> the thing I love about Jay is this. If you come to him with a trade, you came to him. Yeah. So he's asking you, no, no, what are you, what are you going to give me? You for? Want? What do you want? What do you think the exactly. value is? Exactly. And uh, so, so and that happened recently with me because I, I think was it Stamkos I traded with him, and the trade yuck. happened so fast that as soon as it finished, because he did, like there wasn't much between uh, he and I, we both just sort of agreed and moved on. When it when it finished, I really felt like okay, I just got hose and I don't know why because I got Stamkos. But what the hell? He's making me feel like I really like he threw one over me, and that's just Jason. That's the way his character is, and it really makes you. It could be like you know what? I'll give you uh, Jonathan Huberto, and what do you got? I got a high five. Okay, no problem. Here you go. And it's like, wait, hold on a second. Wait, maybe I don't want it. I like my high fives. What's going on? <laughs> Jay's like that. He's got that demeanor about him that makes you second guess what you're doing. It makes you work. He's a great guy to have in in the pool because of that. It, it means you've got to do your homework, otherwise. <laughs> He'll, it, it's in a sense, he'll take advantage of you. Like, listen, if you're not doing things right, I'm not going to let you know. <laughs> so it's and good. the thing about Jay, and the thing about Jay is if he's making a trade with you, yeah. it's probably because he likes the guy. Yeah. And he's a type of manager where basically you can go down his roster with him and he's going to like every player that he has on his roster. He will draft that yeah. way too. That's right. He will like a player. And let's call it what it is. It has served him well. It has. Absolutely. It bothered me anyway. <laughs> Better than what I'm trying to do. <laughs> all, right, all right, buddy. So that's right, my uh, little that's blurb on all of our GMs. Excellent. All right. So I'll fly where right into mine. So uh, first up, Apocalypse. So the owner is Joel. So now he is the, if you've got an analytics guy, this is Joel. Um, he, on the one hand, owns the, the record for the most championships and with six. But on the other hand, he also owns the record for the most shared Excel spreadsheets. He, he's like, he's got the, he, honestly, he can make a living off of just selling Excel spreadsheets. In fact, wasn't there a time where you and him were working together on Excel spreadsheets and you were, you, I believe you were selling them. Were you not for like 20 bucks or something like that? Uh, I don't, am I making that up? I I'm making that, that up. in any way. Okay, and okay. I don't believe I recall that in any way, shape or form. Okay. So and if I did, were, I wouldn't say anyway. Those were my days in Montreal. Those were those were hazy days. So that's <laughs> what happened there. That's a funny memory. So anyway, so he's one of the most balanced and fair owners in the league, though. Like honestly, he's and he's he's co-creator. Was it you and him who created together, or did Joel come to you, kind of thing? I don't know that I ever really found that out. Well, Joel Joel basically came to me and and okay. and mentioned what he was thinking about, and so I mean, at the end of the day, Joel is the crux of our hockey pool for sure. Yeah. He's always been the backbone, and uh, will be for years to come. I'm he, sure. Yeah, he does all the heavy lifting like he's there's a lot of work that goes into this league and, and, and keeping people in check there's there's a lot of rules there's a whole rule book to this that joel has created and made available for all of us and it's really impressive the the amount of determination uh attention to detail all that kind of stuff that being said he makes sure that everybody knows that they all have a say in the league like he's not like oh i am the one who presides over everything it doesn't feel like that at all it's just joel is the one who keeps things organized and keeps us moving forward and it's great uh, you need, every league needs uh, an owner like that, uh, not just a, a GM, but like a, an owner of the league and, and its style and all that kind of stuff. So, but with that said, like he's got, like he's, there's a lot of work there, but man, he puts in the work for, for his team because like I said, he owns the, the, the record with six championships, a lot of them coming fairly recently. Um, but, uh, so he's got, so he's consistently at the top with a 3.7 standings rating. 
Um, and uh, an all-time record of 202, uh, 146, and 21. That's some pretty impressive stuff right there. It goes to show you... If I, he always knows his stuff. If right I'm right? not mistaken, he's the only guy over 200 wins, I think. I believe, yeah, exactly. So he's... And he's... With something like that, and, you know, and you, again, put that in with six uh, championships and all that kind of stuff, like, it, it shows the determination that he has to do well like you know and he's he's man he's a busy guy he's all over the place but he does well at everything he does and that's honestly uh you know that, that's kind of been joel his entire life like he he's he is a very he's a keener we're, we're all just call me and that's not an insult some people take that as an insult <laughs> but it's not joel is a keener when he gets involved in something it's impressive the, the end result is usually very impressive uh, i just want to take the time to mention i know mike didn't do this but uh it's because mike doesn't know how to do homework some key players <laughs> some key players i wanted to mention on joel's team are so like mcdavid kucherov makar um, vasilevsky kuznetsov and some honorable mentions on his team's got Pedersen, Lindholm, and Brazal. These are players he went out and got nice and early. These aren't players that he necessarily traded for or anything like that. These are players he went out and found out, and, and he's got them. I don't, maybe not Lindholm, um, but the rest of them, they are. Like he knows how to draft. He knows how to, how to he knows how to run a team. Like he, he just does things well from from top to bottom. Um, and, and just uh, and just as a side note, eh, Marty? Yeah. And by the way, folks, Marty and I will be ribbing each other pretty much every week. Uh, the reason why I didn't put anybody down uh, from each team is because, you know, I, I, I want to engage with the listeners through our Twitter account, and we're going to have the team full rosters up anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, of course, you know, yeah, I just figured. Yeah, but I want to uh, give them a little <laughs> bit of something, a little tantalizing something, you know. Just, I hear okay. you. Backpedal, it's okay. You that, that's okay. That's it's okay. My dog ate That's my okay. You can it's throw me good. underneath the bus. It's, it's no good. problem, it's by the okay. way. I mean, we're going to be doing it on a weekly basis anyway. Hey, listen, it's the difference of having an A plus on your first show and a C minus, okay? And right now you're on a C minus. That's, that's what I'm talking That's all it means. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Fair <laughs> enough, man. Okay. Moving right along. The Buccaneers, the owner there is Ron, and he won the championship in 2018. Um, he, uh, <laughs> he loves knowing that everybody's having fun and uh, you know, does a great job of encouraging everyone to have fun. He is, uh, he's been involved in, in, in hockey pools for a couple of years, I think, somewhere around 50 um he's uh he's, he's very knowledgeable he does know his stuff he he honestly does a lot of homework and, and he stays involved in it very well um so and he's he's sort of a middle of the pack kind of team uh he's got a 4.8 standings ratings and an overall record of 158 189 22 um is that the first record we've said that is under that is sub 500 is that the first one? I, b I believe so. Okay. So this is the bottom. The next three teams are the bottom of the barrel, folks. Get ready because this gets ugly. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he's, so, so Ron is, is a very, again, he, 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 he almost to a fault loves that everybody's having fun, loves everyone gets together yeah. and, and loves that. The camaraderie, he's always smiling, he's always laughing. And it's, it's another, another type of guy that you need to have on, on your hockey pool that just brings that extra life to the, to the draft, you know, mid-season entry, doesn't matter what it is, or just the get-togethers, all that kind of stuff. Like, he's, he's a lot of fun to have around. Um, so there's a, he's a the happiest guy at a draft, right, Marty? Always, always the happiest guy at the draft. And, you know, it's contagious because of that. And that's why I think it's important to have a, an owner like, like Ron in, in the draft. Uh, some key players are Barkov, Marner, Matthews, Pasternak. And honestly, all of his defense, I'm not going to go all of them, because uh, like you said earlier, we're going to post them, but all of his defense, in my opinion right now, anyways, um, he's got the best D in the league. 
uh, up for debate for sure. If folks, if you guys are listening, uh, you know, after we post the uh, the teams, have a look at the D and and maybe just decide. You know, you know, this team has the best D. This team has the best forwards. This team has the best goalies. Something like that. But I think. Buccaneers are uh, pretty far ahead from the rest of the league in terms of defense. A good year to have that too, he's because we upped the the goals, the the points for the goals. So he went after it and then he got it. Well, he's definitely got a solid defense. It's a deep defense. It's very deep, and there's no issues there. And it's one of the things I wish I would have paid more attention to this year. But we'll get into that later. Um, keeping things moving, we got the Royals. So the owner there is Scott, but he was also a former owner, co-owner of uh, of my team. Uh, which I'll talk about after. Um, so this last year was his first year as sole owner of the Ice Hoppers, which is a team that's turned the only team that's turned over two other times. So at, the, at one point there was a guy, uh, Serge, and then he left like what pretty early on, like I think a couple couple I'll years. Say within in. the first five years. Yeah, and then it went over to another guy named Jamie, and then he was with us for a pretty long time up until last year. Uh, and then now Scott has managed. So the thing with Scott too is like for years he was always after me, like, dude, you got to get me in, got to get me into this league. I love the concept of this league. Get me in, get me in. Eventually one year, I, you know, I just threw it out to the whole league, and I was like, listen, how do you guys feel about Scott coming in co-owner with my team? I don't mind him. You know, we we can share a league. And you guys were all, I think it was unanimous. I think it was um, seven. Oh, I don't. Nobody had a problem with that whatsoever. Nice. And it, and it made things pretty easy. And then, honestly, working with Scott as a co-owner was just nothing but um, a, nothing but fun. Like, it, it kept Scott and I have been friends for years, and, and it kept that relationship going. Um, not that it needed help or anything, but, you know, having that extra element was, was a big deal. So that, that was really cool. Um, so, the, so the Ice Hoppers um, are <laughs> they're, they're a, they're, they're a good team. They're in a rebuild right now, which is where they should be. But they're wrecking. I mean the Royals. Oh, sorry, that's true. The old, sorry, they used to be called Ice Hoppers. Uh, but yeah, they're the Royals now, which is awesome. Like, I love the, the he went after the Cornwall Royals logo and the whole bit, so it, it looks cool. Love it. And I love it. Love it. Um, love the logo. So we're, we're going to say that they're, <laughs> they're, in the, they're near the bottom with a 6.9 standing, standings rating and an overall record of 124, 222, and 23. So that, you know, that, that screams mismanagement for years, but to be fair, Scott's only had it since uh, 2020. So his current record is 6-12-1, which isn't, you know, it's it's not horrible. But he he took over a team that was, uh, you know, on the downward trend big time. Not even, a, I wouldn't even say on a rebuild. They were just a, a shitty team. They're just middling, middling at the bottom, really. Yeah. and But, but now no, he's... Nowhere to go up. That's nowhere right. to go from here but up. And he has clearly defined this team as a rebuild team. Um, he's got yeah, some great young, great young prospects that are. I think they're going to turn it around pretty quickly. They're each player has the potential to be great now, if not in the next year or two. So that's you know he's done a great job with what he was given, and he's done a great job with the draft too. So he's he's a smart. Just looking smart for owner. a little patience. That's all he needs. That's it. That's right. Yeah. And I, I've, I think I've done one trade with him, which is weird being a former uh, co-owner with him because we both know how we, how we work. So there's no, I think the trade we did was pretty quick. There wasn't really much back and forth. We kind of know, we, we, we know each other. We know what direction we want to go into. So it's hard to hide things from him, but, um, but yeah. Well, from a league perspective, it's definitely been something that we've sat back and, you know, it was always, once Scott got, uh, got the team of his own, it was always something that we as a league were going to be kind of interested in too, because you guys have been yeah. together for so long yeah. that 
now you guys are kind of having to pick each you know you were picking each other's brains for years and now you know exactly kind of what he's yeah. thinking and vice versa the other way around so it makes it interesting it was always interesting for yeah now we gotta now we gotta play a different hand um i do have to change a bit. how i do things a little bit just because i i i i want to try and stay ahead of scott in that regard, because he may be thinking to himself at some point, like, oh, I wonder if Marty is thinking about this or, you know, especially when we're doing trades, because I, yeah. I you know, you don't want to give anything away when you're when you're trying to get a guy that you're trying to get or when you, someone's offering. If it goes the other way, if Scott's coming after one of my players and like, oh, well, what's he trying to do? Um, which it's a good segue, I suppose, into the last team, which is mine, because I, I'm, I'm humble. I'm not like Mike. I've, I've got some some humbled. Uh, uh, humbleness, whatever, to me. I don't like to brag too much because I honestly, though, to be fair, I got nothing to brag about. <laughs> I, I am, uh, I, Scott and I are the only two teams in the league that have not won the championship. We, we never won it. Uh, we've been close, I suppose, but I mean, I think I'm being generous by saying we've been close. We really haven't. Um, so <laughs> I like to, I like to say I have a plan and that I'll stick to it, but it's almost like the second someone dangles a carrot in front of me, I, I reach for it right away. Because um, I again this year I was like, you know, you know what? This year I'm going to do something specific, and uh, and then someone, I think it was Jason, I think it was the, it was Jason. Oh, it may have been my dad too. Um, it was my dad, uh, who's Ron, by the way. Um, he dangled Kane in front of me right away, and I had a hard time saying no, and, and it did deviate from my plan. So it, just to show you, like you put something pretty in front of me, I'll, I'll let it go. And has that worked out for me? No, it hasn't. I don't have a very good team. <laughs> I usually don't. I usually have players that are kind of all over the place um, with, it's like, oh yeah, he's good. Oh, he's good. And then it ends up like things just, they just don't usually pan out for me. And I'm going to tell you exactly case in point. I got a 5.2 standings rating which is you know middle of the pack and that's and that is usually where I end up which is not good for drafting because you get middle of the pack order and it's not good for money so <laughs> it's a terrible strategy <laughs> to have you sh no one should aim to be middle of the pack you're either going to aim to be first or last because at least last you can rebuild but um, my overall <laughs> record is 157 194 18 um, and that's not good but I'm going to say this this year is different <laughs> this year and if I had a time machine, I would go back five years. My team would be even better than that. But I've got some key players, I, and I'm going to spoil it a little bit. Um, Crosby, Ovi, Marchand, Kane, Stamkos, right there. I got some other ones I wanted to mention. I'm not going to, but right there. So that's what I mean. Five years ago, this team with that lineup that I just mentioned. Murderer's Row, bud. Yeah, I'm, I'm winning the championship on that right there. But um, not this year, probably. <laughs> I'll probably still end up in the middle. <laughs> Because right out of the gates, man, I'm like I've got injuries galore to deal with. Uh, yeah, I think you I and your brother got hit hard. I sent that. Yeah, that's true. My brother did get hard. I got hit harder. Not that that's a competition. It kind of is though. Um, but I've got I, I so I of all the players that we've got, I had sent out a stat recently about this. So I had seven out of nine available players that you can. Because like we said at the top of the show, our league, you've got nine forwards, four defensemen, and two goalies you can dress. That leaves you with roughly nine players available that you can shuffle in and out of the deck. And I, at the beginning of the season, I had seven out of nine that were on the IR. Uh, and technically speaking, it was eight out of nine because one of those is Jake Odiger, who is the goalie out of uh, Dallas, and he was sent to AHL. So I couldn't use him. 
So technically speaking, I, I had eight out of nine that I could not use, but seven of the nine were on the IR. That's how I start my year. Let's how am go, I, buddy. But I started 2-0. and I started 2-0, and which is fine. That's how I usually start. I usually start 2-0 because if you're a middle-of-the-pack team, you start off good. Then you trail off shit. And then you end good. And that's how you end up <laughs> in the middle. And that's my, and that's well, my season every year. Well, I mean, the one thing, and I believe you can agree with me wholeheartedly when it comes to your team on a ba- on basically a yearly basis, you are an absolute wild card every <laughs> year. You could be sitting there ready to, ready to clinch a championship. You're looking at the schedule. You look at who you're playing next week, and you play Marty. This guy can go off for 55 points in a week like he can go off for 20. That's right. That's exactly and and it's just a case where some <laughs> some weeks you have just absolutely killed me, just killed me. True in regards to what your what your team is able to do. Yeah, and it's always it's always been it's always interesting, of course, because you just never know what you're going to get with your squad, right? Exactly, and that's why I always end up in the middle of the pack because you don't know. Because one week I'll be fifty, next week I'll be twenty, and, and that's what's frustrating about my team is that I don't even know. I don't know what's going to happen this week. This week, so and that's the funny thing about this this week is like it, it's a it's an interesting week and every week really is honestly. But um, I, I I wish I I wish I knew what my my missing piece was for consistency because that is the thing that's missing from my team the most is some sort of consistency. And it seems every year I find all the right players to be inconsistent, and and that's what my team has again this year. I've got a lot of players who are going to be, and now they're not going to be necessarily inconsistent because they're not great players. They're going to be inconsistent. It's because I've developed, this year I got a team, I got an older team that each player is still great, but they can go off for a little while on the injured list. They can be on the IR for a little while or or just, you know, day to day because no one wants to say why. Like well, you have a couple example. of Band-Aid boys, but. Yeah, well, I do. Yeah. And I think this year I have a better chance than any We other all do, though. We do, and that's but that you need that in this league, right? You need that in any fantasy league. So, anyway, so in a nutshell, there it is, guys. That's our, that's all of our our GMs. That's our league. Uh, those are you know who we contend with, and like we said, this is a weekly segment. We'll come back to it every once in a while and, and check in on on the standings and and the matchups and stuff like that. But uh, we'll we'll try to focus more on players and hot streaks and and try to give some advice on on who people should go after. everyone out there for listening if you're interested in reaching out to us you can email us at two guys a league and some guests at gmail.com you can find our latest episodes at rss.com slash podcast slash or you can follow us on twitter where you can find all of our info our handle is at tugalag that's the number two followed by g-a-l-a-g thanks for listening and until next time <laughs>